Welcome to the CBIA BizCast powered by Google. I'm Amanda Marlowe with CBIA. And with each episode here on our BizCast, we talk to different business leaders who are shaping the future of Connecticut's economy. Today, we are here at Downs Construction. We are joined by John Fraioli, the Vice President um, of Field Operations here, and Michael Feliciano, an apprentice carpenter. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thanks for having us. So we are, you know, the Connecticut Business and Industry Association. We're here in Connecticut. Tell me a little bit about just who you are and what brought you to the state. Sure. Well, um, I'm a lifelong resident of Connecticut. I'm born and raised right here in New Britain. I currently reside in West Hartford, but my true roots are here in New Britain. I uh, started with Downs Construction 42 years ago as an apprentice carpenter, and I've seen many changes in that period of time. I've seen our company grow from a, um, a, a probably about 15 employees to now like 65 employees. So with that growth came a lot of changes, a lot of great opportunities, and it's allowed us to uh, build and construct all types of uh, construction projects, everything from police stations, fire departments, museums, uh, churches, hospitals, schools. So um, not only is that exciting as a construction company and a constructor and people who are true builders, but it also allows us the ability to just learn and have a respect for other people's, uh, you know, careers and what they do. Like, you know, we have a, a, a great appreciation for the arts because we work in art museums and healthcare, how they operate and police departments, how they conduct their business on a daily basis. So things that a lot, a lot of other careers and a lot of industries probably don't provide, we kind of get a lot of life skills out of uh, being constructors. Awesome. I think yeah. that's probably something a lot of us don't think about. So yeah, it's true. great to you know, hear yeah. that from you. And we'll talk, you know, our listeners, there's many places that you guys have worked on that our listeners are aware of. So we'll chat about those in a few minutes. But mm-hmm. Michael, let's turn over to you. Tell me a little bit about yourself and, you know, born and raised in Connecticut? Yes, I was born in Hartford and then now I live in Newington. I attended New Britain High School. And within New Britain High School, I've taken many different courses and everything like that. But the courses that really caught my eye was construction and manufacturing. So my senior year, um, I had the opportunity to take those two two classes since I've had all my credits. And while taking construction, Downs Construction actually came to my school, gave a presentation, and it really stood out to me and caught my eye. And ex- they explained how um, construction touches everything. There's a lot of different types of um, parts of construction when it comes to uh, when it comes to it so there's carpentry um, HVAC a, a ton <laughs> <laughs> more than you even yeah. thought at the beginning right? yeah this is in my notebook when I was writing it down <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they gave a presentation um, I handed him my card to stay in contact and ever since then I was pushing pushing to have job shadows and everything like that and I liked what I saw so I had an interview and here I am. All right. Well, let's kind of start with that then. Um, this is a program that you came out of. Um, it, it's evolved, I'm sure, since mm-hmm. then. But just tell me, you know, about this apprenticeship program and how you're helping, you know, bring people in. Sure. Uh, I guess it starts. Uh, I had to go back a little ways. Okay. So um, when I think of like my career path, right, which I thought was very conventional because uh, growing up in somewhat of a blue collar family and um, watching uh, aunts, uncles, parents, you know, working hard with their hands and but enjoying what they were doing. I thought that was a conventional approach. 
All right. So I always liked working like with wood, wood shop and construction and carpentry always caught my eye because I was able to like I wanted the ability to be able to build stuff on my own. And I had an uncle who was a carpenter. So that was kind of uh, really mentored me along. Uh, in hindsight, I guess that was an unconventional approach because or career path because everyone I went to school pretty much went to college. All right. So that leads us to where we are like nowadays. So 60 years of, you know, the educational system just pushing college, 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 uh, which is a good thing. Nothing wrong with that. But um, I think they're missing the part on the career readiness, not just college readiness. All right. So and I think back in those days of, you know, even today, I think it's thought where, well, if you're not going to go to college and these aren't the students are going to college, we don't have to worry about it because those students are already going to a vocational school or they're already taken care of. And that's not the case, right? So um, we realize for our industry, we're suffering from people not joining up and wanting to become construction workers. And um, we've got a lot of older construction workers with a lot of knowledge and skills who are retiring. So we don't have enough people to replace those. So there's a gap. There's a gap, right? So our main focus is to make sure that every student prior to graduating school has some type of a career plan whether it's college or career oriented. And then secondly, selfishness part is we need it for our business, right? Just us and our competitors, are just as an industry as a whole. So we uh, started going into schools and just making the students aware of all the um, different types of career opportunities there are in construction. And it's not just working with your hands, but we talk about them all. We talk about uh, you know architects, engineers, project executives, project managers, what it takes for college degrees to do that. We talk about carpenters, laborers, electricians. We talk about what each of those different trades do on a daily basis. We talk about how much money they make and what it, what it requires to obtain that. So, and and we tell them that you know that an apprenticeship is a four-year uh, plan. Right? It's just like going to college for four years. Uh, except when you're going through an apprenticeship, you're getting paid as you go because it's a lot of it is work-based learning, which is great. And at the end, you become a journey person and uh, no one can take that away from you. So if you go and serve an apprenticeship, whether you're a carpenter, electrician, a plumber, once you, once you get your journeymanship, journey person, uh, no one can ever take that away from you. You can go on and do other things, but you don't have to because you can certainly make a great living as, as a tradesperson. Right. So we just want to make them aware that there's other opportunities out there. And then for the um, groups that or the students that are actually showing some interest or aptitude toward that. And we work with the educators, mostly in the tech ed departments, and they'll narrow it down to a handful of students. Um, sometimes they will do a field trip to one of our projects or to our office or both. Uh, and so they can see what's behind the scenes as well as what's out in the field. Although, you know, most people like to see the construction happening out in the field, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they'll narrow it down to a few students who are really interested and then we'll offer a shadow, such as what Michael did. So Michael came in and shadowed our superintendent uh, for a number of weeks, so a few hours a day. Uh, and they go to our job site and whatever our superintendent is doing, the shadow a student is doing as well. All right. And then hopefully out of that, there's some interest so that they, they want to get a career in construction. All right. So mostly so they have some focus and they have a goal. And um, we can't hire everyone. Uh, there's certain trades that we don't hire personally, like, like electricians and plumbers, because we're not that type of a contractor. But we can guide them to the right resources so they can start an apprenticeship. And be so, that, you know, connecting person for them. Yes, exactly. 
yeah, get the get the seed planted. Let them know that there's something out there for them if they show interest, and then and then lead them to it. And you now, Michael, do you remember the that first day when they came in? I know you talked about it a little bit, but what was kind of like going through your head when you're listening to this presentation? So it was like it was unexpected, kind of. Um, when we walked in, first thing I saw was donuts on the table, coffee, and everything like that. So I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, they're gonna feed me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I Listen, we have to reel them in somehow. <laughs> okay. So I walked in, and everybody's just sitting down quiet for the first time. And uh, Mr. Conan, my teacher, was explaining that this is Downs Construction right here down the street from uh, New Bern High, which I, I really didn't know that until I yeah. came. And um, yeah, they came, and it was just like my attention just really grasped onto everything that they were saying. They were explaining how. It's not, we don't start with the walls, but the foundation. And it's, I took that not just literally, but um, metaphorically, because you have to build that base, especially when you're young, right out of high school, build that base and then work your way up. And here's someone that's gonna tell you, we're gonna build the base for you, just just come start, right? Yep. Um, what, what's it like kind of going into these schools um, and those initial conversations, do you feel that some of the students just had no idea of the opportunities? Uh, yeah, ac actually, it's great. It's eye-opening to a lot of students. Um, you know, we find some students who are there just because, hey, it's, it's pretty cool, I can skip a class and go here. But for most students, yeah, I think it's eye-opening and they do show some interest and uh, it's all worthwhile. And if they don't do anything with it, at least they get an idea of what's out there. Because we always say, you know, when people think of construction, they think of a traffic jam with a dump truck and a police car and they can't get through the traffic. There's so much more than that. There's 20 different career opportunities and they're all great life career opportunities. So we really like we, we, we dig through them, sift through them, drill into them and explain them. You know, like we say every time you drive over a bridge, you realize carpenters built that. And they're like, well, no, they didn't do that. Well, we explain why. And, and what their involvement is, just so they can really get a good understanding of what trades people do. And I imagine you kind of talk about some of the things that they probably drive by other than, you know, those that you guys yeah, have worked on. Absolutely, because uh, we always uh, make sure that we tell them uh, construction is such a rewarding career. I, we're selfish about that. We could talk about this all day long because we love it. Yeah. But um, because we could always touch and feel and see what we do. All right. And we know that if we build a museum or a hospital, people like, like uh, you know, there's going to be so many generations behind us that are going to go there and use that, whether it's a school or whatever it is. So it's any type of building we construct, it's, it's, it's useful for many generations. And we can see it, and you're proud of it. Yeah, definitely. And so you, you started with the shadowing, right? I started with the shadowing, yes. And tell me a little bit about that, you know, expand a little more. Um, so a few days, within like a week or two, I would go... Um, for a couple hours I would go and uh you know just ask questions like really have if I wrote down again I took a notebook everywhere I went <laughs> so I wrote down a whole bunch of questions um got the answers and based off of those answers I asked my questions and I just really wanted to know what it's like to be in construction I also want to know how the retirement would go as well so I wasn't just thinking of the present but I was also thinking of the future as well and from everything that I heard is very a lot of benefits so yeah i'm sure for you that's something that's easy to sell to the the projections of yeah. what your career can be yeah it, it we do talk about that when we go into the schools where you actually not just talk about how much money 
these different trades and different careers and, and professions make, whether it's an architect or a carpenter. But we do also talk about the benefits that they get. You know, so for every hour you work, there's money put into your pension plan and all, and, and all of that, how much money it costs us as an employer to do that and what you can look forward to at, at, towards the end of your career. Because even though you're young, you're going to get old. Right. So you have to be able to plan ahead. And a lot of you'd be surprised. A lot of students really, really, really tune in on that part of it. You know, so that that's great. And we make a point to bring some younger uh, people from our company with us into these presentations because they can relate more. You know, and, you know, uh, like my son, Jared, and a couple other young, younger uh, carpenters we have, they'll even say, hey, it wasn't that long ago I was sitting where you were sitting. I didn't realize that like I could do this. You know, so that's really hits home with them. Yeah, there's once you start off, there are different paths mm-hmm. that you can go right. down. So, you know, in the initial start of the apprenticeship, what kind, what are some of the skills, um, you know, being taught and how does that work? Uh, sure, I can start with that. Um, first of all, I'd like to go back to what Michael said. So um, this sort of a success story with Michael because he showed up on day one with a with a notepad. All right. <laughs> so that is great. So that shows that he, that he's interested. All right. And so his stepping stones um, as an apprentice carpenter, he's going to start out in the beginning learning safety. He'll always be working with someone else and will slowly develop into like, you know, becoming uh, more familiar with certain tools, give him more responsibilities, uh, teaching him as we go. You remember, almost all of the trades are such work based learning, even though he'll go to school for one week at a time per quarter uh, at the apprenticeship uh, um, um, you know, complex. Uh, there's still work-based learning, all right? So, and as he gets developed, he'll be able to do things on his own. So now a journey person doesn't have to stand over him and say, Michael, you know, make sure you cut this, make sure you measure it. He'll, he'll know right away, all right? And that's how he develops. And as long as he's developing and hitting those benchmarks every six months, he'll get a raise, a pay increase until he gets to the point where he's making a full journey person scale. How do you think that scaling of everything helps you kind of break in? So I like how it started. Um, when I first started, it was kind of like this getting used to an environment because it was like a different environment going to different places and stuff like that. So do you think them easing it into you made that less overwhelming? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, starting with like simple screwing a screw into a sheetrock or, you know, or cutting something like it. It starts off really slow, but it picks up very quickly. And this there's always something to do. You know, and that's just the, the positive part about it. Awesome. Now, how has this program evolved over the years? Uh, the apprenticeship in general? Yeah. Uh, well, apprenticeship has been around from forever. Uh, well, I mean, you started in one, right? I, I started in one, yeah, exactly. And, and, I'm pretty, and, and I'm old, but I'm not that old, right? <laughs> Uh, but like, I mean, you think back, like uh, my father, who passed away at 101, like eight years ago, was an apprentice shoemaker. All right. And he became a shoemaker. So the apprenticeship has always been there. OK. And that's not really the only way to train younger people to to carry on future uh, trade. You know, and what we're seeing in our industry is um, colleges uh, can produce graduates out of the construction management programs at a fast pace, which is great because we need them. All right. But at the same time, every one of those graduates or most every one of those graduates have never stepped foot on a construction site. All right. So uh, my goal is to try to try to create a better mix like it used to be years ago, where we would develop uh, young people who from the trades who live and breathe 
the field every day. They know what it's like out there. They know every, all the components. And then we get a good, good mix of the college graduates and the practical uh, experience, um, you know, people like from the, from the trades mm -hmm. and make a perfect, it'll be a perfect environment. So we just need more of that. Are there certain skills that you're noticing more of these students are coming in with? Or is it, you know, is there different focuses that change? Yeah, there are. So um, in our world of technology, all right, so um, we couldn't we couldn't build a building without the modern technology. So there's a couple of things that go into it. So like, you know, when they say, you know, well, they don't build them like they used to. My 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 whole take is it's a good thing because, you know, we build much better nowadays than they ever did. All right. Uh, we have better techniques, better details, better products. Uh, we're more, uh, you know, we're testing, inspecting better, better quality control. But there's also all of the electronic component to it. Everywhere we go, our field people, they have a tablet with them. Make them there's, you know, we don't even need paper anymore. Our drawings, our details, everything is like at, at, a, at, a, at a heartbeat right there. We can make a change, send it to an architect like that. Right. So those are tools that we need. But I always tell everyone. Believe it or not, our industry is still so antiquated that if you go out there, you're going to see a mason putting one brick on top of another, just like they did back in the Roman days. So some things haven't changed. Mm -hmm. We've gotten better. We've gotten safer. We've gotten quicker. Um, so, but, but there's still that, that component where a lot of people think that all of the modern technology and programs, that that's building the building. That's not building the building. It's help us build the building. It's a tool. Right, but it's still the people and the trades and all of that that come together that build it. And what do you think? Where do you see this this program continuing to go? Is it becoming um, just more important that you get into more schools? I mean, you said there's mm -hmm. a lot of people that have interest. Yeah. What do you think that the challenge is going to be in the coming years, or even right now? Uh, right now, what we want to do is get into the uh, lower grades. All right, okay. instead of focusing on high schools. In the beginning, we started with seniors, all right, and realized that this is kind of late, all right. So now we want freshmen, juniors, and seniors. When we go to a class, and the tech ed teachers say, "Hey, I have a mix of like all my grades," we're like, "Perfect," because that's what we need. Really, we think we should get into the middle schools, all right, because now we're getting students before they have a chance to think. Maybe I should go to a vocational school, or you know what? Maybe I should gear towards like the engineering part of it or something like that. So we can kind of like plant the seed. Just so they know it's out there and it would help them make a decision later in life. I agree. Um, yeah, do you think that you wish you knew sooner? Yeah, definitely. I feel as if uh, the educational system does push college a lot. And for certain people like myself, it's gonna, high school is hard, middle school is hard, um, especially on certain like subjects that we're taking. But if I feel as if we, if we introduce the idea of apprenticeships and different ways different routes to go i feel like a lot of uh the new generations would be way more successful than well, i'm not saying it's not successful now but it'd be better so you know when you were going through were you what were you thinking before this program i had no was introduced to you uh it was actually like i was going towards the business side but i didn't like the idea of sitting in an office all day not getting to breathe the air and doing other stuff like that. You didn't feel that passion, really? Yeah, I didn't feel the passion. And I, I didn't feel as if college was was it for me. So taking this this opportunity opened my eyes to a lot of other opportunities along the way. Okay. And what other, so you're in New Britain High School, 
Um, are there any other focus areas that you guys have? Uh, yeah, so we make a point to um, establish ourselves in every town that we're working in. So we build a lot of schools. So we build schools in Hartford, Wyndham, Manchester. So whatever, whatever town we're in, we always reach out to the educators and say, hey, we're in town, we're building a school in, in your town, and we'd like to take this opportunity to come in and talk to your students uh, and make them aware of the, of the opportunities and then use the school that we're building in your town as a place where we can walk them through, do some field trips and do some shadowing. So how conducive is that where they don't even need to, to take a bus or they can take a bus within your town, they don't need transportation. So let's take advantage of what we're doing in your town to help your students. And obviously, you know, this program, it's established, it's doing well, but we hear about the workforce challenges across the state. Are they, are you experiencing those as well? Or do you feel like this has helped you? Yeah, yeah, we're experiencing those. And um, there's still one hurdle, and I always tell the students when I go into class, opportunities are often overlooked because they seem like hard work, all right? And, and I think when people look at construction, and they just they just don't even think about that. It's like, wow, that's hard work, or they don't, they, and they miss the opportunities that could the potential opportunities that are there. So I think we're still we're still like faced with some of those those challenges mm -hmm. to get that mindset changed. But I think we're making we're making headway. Okay. Um, and what are what are your hopes? Uh, you know, you're just graduated. Mm -hmm. You started on this. Um, journey. What are you, what are you expecting, or what are you hoping for? So I think well, I'm hoping to become like the best version of myself that I can. Um, you can never stop growing individually, but I'll, I want to continue working up the ladder, especially since I have my first foot on the ladder. You know, the only way you can go is up. So um, I'm gonna keep pushing forward and growing my skills in different ways, and just again working up that ladder wherever it takes me. Is there anything um, that you think people aren't don't really know about kind of the uh, e even in the business community about the program that you guys have here? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm not sure that we um, get out there and promote it um, outside of the schools um, as much as we probably could. Uh, you know, again, our focus is to help students. And, you know, as a result, it helps business and not just our business, but our, even our competitors. We all have to work together because it's our industry as a whole. Um, but I, um, I, I suppose there's a lot of people who, who aren't aware of our program. We started in New Britain High School. In fact, I went to New Britain High School. And, at, and my, my uh, career path started like in the room right next to where we gave a presentation for Michael. All right. Wow. So that's where, you know, my seed was planted. Does it feel right. full circle to you just sitting here next to him? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it does. It's, uh, it's a good feeling. Yeah. And what, what are, you know, I don't know what capacity um, you get to really work hands-on with um, the apprentices, but what are your hopes for them? Okay, I don't, uh, I don't get to work like directly with them on yeah. a daily basis. Like I wish I could, because I, a lot of times I say, I wish I could just go build a building because that's, <laughs> that's the part, that's the easy part for us and, and the fun part. But, um, you know, I, I deal more with people in, in different, <clears throat> different types of situations. But I do keep my finger on the pulse of our workforce because I do manage our field operations and our self-performing crew, such as Michael. Mm -hmm. So I know where he is, what he's doing, what day he's going where, and kind of how he's developing. And I make sure that with, with all of our apprentices, even our journey people, that, that, they're, that they're doing what they're supposed to do and they're in a, in a safe working environment and they have what they need 
and that they're developing. And I kind of have a, a future plan for people where they can where they can fit, provided they you know want to reach those goals. Is it easy to motivate your other employees to you know be mentors? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I imagine a lot of them came. Oh yeah, right. Through similar routes. In the trades, it doesn't matter what trade it is that you have that camaraderie because because they came that way, and that's just a way of life, right? And that's and and that's the training process. You know, you train the younger people to eventually take your take your job and that's that's the way it goes do you think um more other industries should implement obviously it's not as you know the history isn't there but how do you see other industries using similar models well one thing about the construction is it's unique in a way uh, the, just our our business is unique compared to other businesses a lot of people probably don't realize that the way we communicate with each other the way our job sites go, the way you talk to, to individuals, it's it's kind of a unique business. But um, one thing that I'm concerned is that is like I think like manufacturing some of those places, and I don't know for sure, but I think you might get trained on like a piece of equipment or a product line or something like that, and then you you might get stuck there. Where I think ours is more well-rounded, so you can you can learn your trade completely. And as you're learning your trade, you're also on the site with all the other trades. So you can really see how things go together and what other people do. So I think you just have a better overall understanding instead of like focusing on like one component. And yeah. I, I've actually uh, taken a tour at a manufacturing place as well. And although I like manufacturing, it's very like you're to this machine your whole entire life type thing. Um, and it's like, I don't want to stay on one spot again. So I think construction is very, uh, I don't know if the word is versatile, it's like very mm -hmm. uh, open and you, again, you can piece things together. So you like the opportunities that it presents? Yes. All right. Is there anything else you guys want to? No, I just uh, thank you for the opportunity to, uh, you know, talk about this. And it's, uh, you know, it's a passion of ours to uh, get out there and, and uh, you know, help promote our industry and help, uh, you know, younger students. Yeah, well, thank you guys for, you know, coming on and, and sharing your story. Mm -hmm. I think it's so interesting, you know, that you guys came from such similar lines, you know, both going to New Brand High School and now in this industry um, together. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, hopefully, you know, best of luck to you in, in your you. career. And we look forward to seeing how this program continues to strengthen. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for listening to this week's BizCast. You can listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple or YouTube. And for more episodes, head on over to CBIA.com.